It's the February 20th, 2018 edition, episode number 51, Three Songs Podcast. It's a new era. It's yeah, a new, era. new era. We're we're into the second half of the, I don't know. Our first 100. Our first 100. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we'll hit that by June 1st, you know. Probably. Welcome, Bob. Bob Nastanovich. Yeah, good to be back. Mike Hogan. Yeah, we're good here. Yeah, we're blanketing the ice. You know, we got a nice storm last night here in Des Moines. Oof. Woo! I'm telling you, those things are weird. That's more of a Richmond thing. Yeah. To me, like that where I grew up, Richmond, Virginia. And uh, but like we got blanketed, man. Like he can't do a thing. It's like everything outside's like a skating rink. I don't like. But I who don't cares? Like the, I don't like the ice storms. I don't mind the snow. We had we had a little snow over the weekend. It was kind of fun. But I don't like the ice storms. Well, snow's pretty. Ice is dangerous. Yeah, for sure. Well, stay safe, man. Stay stay safe. Stay safe. I imagine everybody running around telling you the same thing. Ice is very dangerous. Don't um, don't let Ghosty out on the back porch and slide around. Oh, that thing will slide around. He's he's got a low center of gravity. (laughs) Hey, two hours till we. Here comes the wit. Ah, Whitney. We got got a Whitney cameo. Two hours until we've been married for nine years. Wow. Our nine-year anniversary is coming up like in about an hour and a half. Congratulations. Yeah, nine years. Yep, that's about five more than they said they'd make, they make it. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit, yeah. Yeah, it has my love bird. Well, that's awesome. Let's, uh, we'll, we'll dedicate this show to you guys, to the, the love oh, no, no, of no, Bob and Whitney. Us. Uh, well, I still. Ready to pick a song still. Hey, Mike. <laughs> hey, Wit. <laughs> yeah, she's storming right in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're bringing you're bringing a theme, not just a, not just a <laughs> anniversary theme. You're bringing a, a musical theme too, huh? Oh, I'm bringing one of the most dignified artists I've ever met in my life. Oh. Yeah. I'm and a hero, Wit. Making blueberry paintings. <laughs> a hero, Wit. Mary Timoney, Wit. Oh, I'm yeah. playing all Mary Timoney when the cows come home. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And yeah, and Bob, I love that you're breaking the template. It's three songs, and you brought four. So well, you don't know. Lord knows that we could play twenty Mary Timoney songs. She's out on the out on the left coast right now touring. Yeah, she's playing helium songs out out there right now. Fantastic. I think she might have played in Portland last night. Oof. I would have been and, there if I still lived there. I'm sure. Oh, me too. Yeah, hell, and nothing better than seeing Mary. She rocks. Well, you got um, you got a few different ones. You got four different songs, four different bands. Where, what are you going to start with? I'm going to start off uh, Pirate Prude because that'd be the first show I ever would have played with her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Triple X, XXX. That's right. Oh. By Helium, <laughs> one of my favorite rock bands. And this is uh, I was believe on Matador Records. Yeah. So the first time we played with them, I think would have been in Lawrence, Kansas. So this would be uh, Ash Bowie. From Paul, though. Right. And uh, this dude named Sean, who's in Dump Truck. Do you ever listen to Dump Truck? Of course, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, great band, yeah. You're talking about playing Dump before the show started. Let's play some Dump Truck. Dump Truck, Dump, we we could do a Dump, Dump Truck theme show. We could do, yeah. We could do. do But anyway, Triple X by, uh, by Helium. 
Triple X or XXX? What are we I don't call know. It? Who cares? Doesn't matter. I great mean, song. Triple X, yeah. 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 But that EP was great. And, like, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, playing with that band, they're always such a welcome sight. Mary's always been such a welcome sight to me. Yeah. Because, like, uh, she's, like, a real, just a great character. She's like, a prodigious player, you know, like, amazing guitar player. You know, like, and, she, and of course, you know, Wild Flag and, like, Everything's just done XX. We'll get around to that. Yeah. Like, but she's just like, I, I think when she was like a little kid, she started playing the viola. Really? She's from D.C. She's a D.C. kid. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of like, for some reason, she's always been in my karmic circle. Like I've always like run into Mary. And like, you know, I don't know if you've ever met her before. I never have, never had the pleasure, but I've heard nothing but great things about her. Oh, she's like an angel. She's like, uh, what a smile! Like she's just a real gem. Like, and like a brilliant player. Just like a brilliant player. Like you'd always rely. Like it's tough playing after her because like she's got like an amazing like way of performing. I don't care whether she's like at the forefront or in the middle ground or whatever she does. Like. And, and in fact, I think she's become a TV star. I believe she was on the late night show with Seth Meyers for a while playing guitar, but like just a wizardly player, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in hero of mine, like hero of mine, like, you know, helium was a, was a really good band, underappreciated band. You know, you mentioned Ash Bowie. I'm a big, big fan of Polvo. Big. Oh, that's another amazing band to play with. That was like Ash and a bunch of sports fans, dude. Yeah. That was like a they had a guy. They had, they were all about Tobacco Road. Okay. When I think about that that band. They're all about Tobacco Road. They had a guy named Brylowski that played the bass. Dave. They had a guy from NC State. Can't remember his name. They got, I can't even sort them all out. But okay. those guys, like you know, I went to Virginia and like they just laugh at me, like <laughs> and like. Uh, the one guy, I'd have to look it up, but like, the one guy started the first ever barcade. Yeah. In Raleigh. Really? Yeah, the, the, but I mean, like, they were NC State, North Carolina. I mean, they were all just like, Paul, though, was like very much North Carolina, very, very much in the same vein of Archers of Loaf. Yeah. Well, so, you know, I was never much of an Archers of Loaf fan. Not that I disliked them, I, they just never really grabbed me, but I loved Polvo. Loved, 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 loved. Well, Polvo. if you'd had your ass blown off the stage by both Polvo and Archers of Loaf, <laughs> maybe you would have a certain amount of respect for both of them. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe if I'd seen them live, uh, I'd be singing a different tune. But uh, I always. A bunch of butt kickers there, I, but like. Uh, I also thought it's a shame that Ash Bowie never became a superstar because talk about an amazing rock and roll name, Ash Bowie. You can't make yeah, that Yeah, he had that going for him, but he was way more than that, actually. He was an amazing he was that, guitarist. You know, he's a brilliant player, brilliant yeah. songwriter. I imagine yeah. he's still going. Yeah. He's got some things going, like I forget what it's called. I'll look it up. Look it up because, um, because yeah, I, I kind of lost track of him, but I was a huge, huge fan. Back well, I spent about 30 hours of my life around the guy. It was always very pleasant. Good, good, good. Well, I'm going to I'm going to keep the indie rock going. I'm going to I'm going to turn turn it up a notch, in fact. I'm going to go back to the mid-80s. I'm going to go to Louisville. We've talked about Come this on, band. Man. We've never played this band on the show. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that's Brian right. Brian McMahon is that's, a teenager, and Britt Walford. That's like right. Of the bait. That's right. We've we've uh, we've talked about we've talked about squirrel bait a lot. Did you ever see him? Did you ever see no, him? Of course not, man. I never. Oh, shit, I did. I would have seen him a couple really? of times before I knew him. You're, you're, but you're cooler than me. We've already established this. I'm not cooler than you. I, I just grew up on the East Coast, so like they, they played New Horizons Cafe. You, you grew up on the East Coast, and, and you got a few years on me, which doesn't mean that much right now. But back in the mid '80s, it meant that you were like 18 or 19 when I was like 14, 15. You know, so that was a big deal back then because uh, it meant that. That uh, the, there was a window it of meant, time. It meant that squirrel bait was your age, and, and right. I was my age. Right, right. Was, yeah, uh, I was too young to see squirrel bait, even though I was the same age as them. But uh, but yeah, I mean they they are just and a seriously, band. Seriously, you know, you know, you ever listen to Big Wheel? A uh, little bit, never quite grabbed me. Um, you know, well, I mean, for obvious reasons, but like. Yeah. Anyways, I believe this would be CRC, Grubbs, McMahon, Walford. Yep. Maybe Clark Johnson. It could be. Classic era. This is the first track off of Skag Heaven. They're Whoa, only, Skag Heaven, yeah, you hit us with the big holes. The only yeah. the, the they're only full length. You know, they did they did the the E P, but they're only full length when they, they, just they were banned. The end tables, man. Yeah. Well, that's okay. It's okay. We we all have to aspire to something. And, you know, this is a band that, that I think they were a few years ahead of their time. I mean, if they'd come around and if, if the chips had fallen differently, Squirrel Bait could have been Nirvana, you know, because just amazing hooks, amazing power, you know. That was Nirvana, man, like Squirrel Bait, man. Yeah. Anyway, let's rock it. Kid Dynamite. Okay. Yeah. Enjoy. I love this song. Love this band.
I don't need no pig stomping on my buzz. That's right, exactly. <laughs> and um, I met uh, Dave Grubbs when I was eighteen. Yeah. So I went to University of Virginia in nineteen eighty-five, and my first year of college roommate was a guy called Jeff Dukes from Nashville, Tennessee. And his two best friends were a guy named Tommy Outlaw. That's a great name. Holy shit. Named Bill Crook, Crook and Outlaw. Crook and Outlaw. Wow. Right. And Tommy Outlaw went to Georgetown. Okay. Okay. And it's by coincidence, his first year college roommate was a guy named Dave Grubbs. Hmm. So I met Outlaw. I was up there to see The Cure by myself. And it was a great show. Okay. And that's a whole, a whole other story for a whole other show. Sure. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And okay. So I walked, in, I walked I, into I, Tommy Outlaw's room. I meet him. And like I see like a whole bunch of like squirrel bait flyers all over the room. And, and to be fair, like that's Dave Grubbs, Clark Johnson, Ben Daughtry on the drums. Yep. Of course, Brian McMahon. Yeah. Okay. I think Britt only played on one song on that record. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I met Grubbs briefly, and you know, I, you know, I mean, I would call him a good friend. You know, like, you know, when I moved to Louisville, I knew him a little bit better, but like, you know, not a, I don't have a huge personal relationship with him. I like the guy. Okay, but like. I was like, you know, these are like heroes to me. Sure. I'm a college radio DJ. And like, I'm like, hold on. You met a guy named Tommy Outlaw, a great guy. <laughs> I think he's like a teaching English in the Philippines to this day. Okay. And like, it's just like one of these weird things, like, hold on, where things like connect and like everything becomes like a really small world. And like, you love the music. And it's just like one of those weird things. Anyways, back to Mary Timoney. Back to Mary Timoney. Yeah, so I'm going to play th- something that I would have bought for the first time, perhaps the day it came out, at Pure Platters in Hoboken, New Jersey in 1990-91. Okay. The first Autoclave 7-inch. Yeah, I bought this one first time it yeah, came out, Yeah, oh, it's a great thing, yeah. great thing. Yeah, Discord. Christina Ballot from Slant 6, you ever yeah. listen to Slant oh, 6? Yeah. yeah, yeah, what kind of monster are you? Yeah, Classic. great band. yeah. And this was like, um, there was a woman called Nikki in the band, and I, I don't even know, but like, I thought this was the best band of all time. Yeah. To me, like, another it's like the best seven inch I ever bought. I'll take you down by Autoclave.
Do you feel? was a joint release right discord and k i, I think so yeah. yeah melissa burkoff on the drums yeah Ricky I, chapman on guitar i remember i i think i did buy that seven inch right when it came out it was it was basically i don't know what i don't know anything about this band but it's a discord k joint release and i'm buying it and oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I was I not even know i was just like not i was very satisfied when i heard that yeah 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 i I have that seven inch somewhere in a storage space in Portland, Oregon. Well, get that thing out of there. I've got mine right here. I should. I should. I gotta. I gotta call a friend. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll send Jack. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta spin a set on Friday night here for the Des Moines Music Coalition at some sort of event. I'm definitely gonna play that. Play that. Bring it out. Rock and roll. No, it's like classic. Yeah. Early nineties. Early nineties classic. DC. Right, well, uh, later in the show, I'm gonna play a little, little more DC, indie rock, classic stuff. But before I do that, there you go. before I do that, before we go back to some Mary Timoney, I'm gonna go way, way back. I'm gonna go 1928. Well, that's way back, my man. Yeah, and uh, you know we talked about North Carolina. We talked about Ash Bowie. This guy's North from Kakalaka. This guy's from North Carolina. Uh, and this is this is a song. This is a song from. It's from the. I've played a few songs from the American anthology or the anthology of American folk music, and this is one of my favorite songs from that um, record set that came out in the fifties. It deep into the library. Harry Smith. Yeah, this is a classic. I mean, this is this is the sort of thing that uh, influenced a lot of people and influenced Bob Dylan. In fact. He references this song. He references a line in this song. We'll talk about it afterwards, but he references a line of this song in um, Stuck Inside a Mobile with the Memphis Blues Again from Blonde on Blonde. This is 
Bascom, Lamar, Lunsford, and I wish I was a mole in the ground. Some weird ass shit here, Bob. There you go, there you go, Mikey. Yeah. Kick it wood, kick it wood. Yeah. I wish I was a mole in the ground. Yes, I wish I was a mole in the ground. If I was a mole in the ground, I'd root that mountain down and I wish I was a mole in the ground. The Tempe wants a nine-dollar show. Yes, Tempe wants a nine-dollar show. When I come over the hill with a forty-dollar bill, tis baby, where you been so long? I've been in the bin so long Yes, I've been in the bin so long I've been in the bin with the rough and rowdy men Baby, where you been so long? Oh, I don't like a railroad man no, I don't like a railroad man. If I was a railroad man, they'll kill you when he can. Drink him your blood like wine. Oh, I wish I was a lizard in the spring. Yes, I wish I was a lizard in the spring. Find a lizard in the spring, I'd hear my darling sing, and I wish I was a lizard in the spring. Oh, Tempe, let your hair roll down. Tempe, let your hair roll down. Let your hair roll down and your bangs curl around. Oh, Tempe, let your hair roll down. I wish I was a mole in the ground. Yes, I wish I was a mole in the ground. If I was a mole in the ground, I'd root that mountain down and I wish I was a mole in the ground. So, you know, my question, of course, what did a railroad man ever do to Bascom Lamar Lunsford? I have no idea. <laughs> is the minstrel of the Appalachians? He is. He is. Yeah. What'd you think uh, of that I'll one, tell Bob? You a lot. That was that was tremendous. Listen. <laughs> yeah, you know, and of course, Bob Dylan joked on that one. 
that uh you know he he never uh he never had a railroad man drink up his blood wine like wine he just smoked his eyelids and drank his cigarette or something like that i don't remember exactly the line but good old bob did you ever drink a cigarette i never drank a cigarette thankfully not by accident? Never mm. clean up a party and like finished up a beer and drank a cigarette? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, uh, you know, no. You're so, a lucky man. I am a lucky man. <laughs> Somehow I made it through 46 yeah. years without drinking No, there ain't nothing cigarette. like holding a, holding a beer. <laughs> and you think like there's a beer, you know, there. There's about eight ounces of beer in there. I think I might have started it. <laughs> And and you, you you know you grab that thing, and you figured, hell, that might be somebody's ash can after that first slug. <laughs> Classic. Then you end up drinking a cigarette. That's right. Oh, well, you know, you can smoke it, you drink it, whatever. Smoke Anyways, it if you got. I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna advance to Ames. I went to Ames, Iowa, 2015 with Mark Hogan. Late at night, I got off work, and I was like, man, we, we can go see X-Hex tonight. It's Mary Timoney's band, and she's playing up here in this little bar in Ames. We can get up there 11 o'clock at night, see Bessie Wright from Charlottesville, Virginia, on the, on the bass guitar, Laura Harris on the drums, and we'll see a great rock and roll show. We did so, and this is uh, one of the... One of the about twenty songs they play. This one to be one of the one to be the best. Hot and cold by Accent.
That's awesome. I like that song. Oh, they rock, man. I hadn't heard XX. X-Hex. Yeah, you got to see them live. X-Hex. So it's funny because, you know, we've played X, we've played the X, we've played now X-Hex. Yeah. There's the XX. There's XX. There's all these variations. Mary Tiffany made an album called XX before XX existed. And you played XXX by Helium, which, of course, had Mary Timoney. But that was that's cool. So she's she's touring right now. You said, yeah, she's doing helium songs. And uh, she's out on the west coast. I imagine to work at East, but like I don't know, how, you know, that's one of the disadvantages of living in Des Moines. <laughs> Is you just you catch them as they come through if you're lucky. If you're lucky, or else you drive to KC. Like even Malk, he's gonna go on tour with this new Chicks album. He'll be in KC in Minneapolis. Those are long road trips, dude. Hey, he's gonna be playing here. You should come here. You can you can crash in the basement. No, nah, I don't know. That's when I start working at Prairie Meadows seventy uh, hours a week. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's a. I moved now, man. You got <laughs> something going on now? I don't know. Probably. I gotta send you the new Zyloris White CD. Oh yeah. Okay. You got CD, your CD compatible over there. Right? Uh, I can make CDs work. Sure. Yeah, because I'm 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 only an album guy. And I got the CD, but like uh, I don't know what to do with it. I didn't play it in my 2001 Ford Windstar. <laughs> what am I gonna do with that? Things froze over. Basically, it's basically it's a a stereo in the driveway. If you want to go sit in the car, you know. <laughs> and when it's ice, so, when it's iced that's a over. Great album, Mother. Yeah, Mother is a good album. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I I uh, I've, I've actually heard a couple songs from it. I haven't heard much of it, but I I, I caught a song or two here and there. It's uh, it's very cool, and I loved the Xyloris White song you played. I don't know how many shows ago. Oh, that's a great, fun. yeah. I'm oh, sorry, great band. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna keep it in D.C. D.C. Oh, yeah, Mary Timoney, D.C. D.C. Yeah. Uh, Mary Timoney from D.C. Cl- classic D.C. indie rock band from the late '80s, early '90s, who I really think at the, so. At the time, let's think back to the early '90s, and well, they made their own stuff, man. They did, you know. This is this Marquee, is a, man. this is a band, Unrest, uh, with Mark Robinson, Teen Beat Records. They were as big, in my at least, as far as I was concerned, and and I think even as far as indie rock goes, they were as big as as all of these, as big as Sebado, as big as Pavement, as big as. Um, really you know a lot of the bands that were happening at the time and i kind of feel like they have not gotten their due you know i mean i think i think the unrest revival is long overdue uh well fair enough in imperial imperial ffrr is just a classic I made a lot of great records. They, they were great live. They really did. They really did. But that record in particular is just a classic, perfect pop record. I'm gonna play a song off of that one. Uh, it's hard to pick which one. I think I'm just gonna play Suki because yeah, Suki's great. It's a great song. Just a great riff. Really, just catchy, super fun pop tune. Unrest. It's for the wit. It's for the wit. Yeah, dance. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
and rest, Bob. You know. Uh, well, yeah. T- tell me I some unrest stories. I know you played with them. <coughs> no, I never did. No, seriously. No, we never played them. No, never played with them. I saw them many times. I saw them play two or three times at uh, Maxwell's in Hoboken with Philip Croft on the on the drums and Bridget Cross on bass. That's right. And and they were tremendous. Yeah. I think they got a little bit overwhelmed. They got tossed into the grunge scene. They got a little bit lost. They did. You know, it, they were a band that I think, you know, obviously the name, the name didn't really do them many favors because when you first heard Unrest, you thought they were some sort of punk, metal, hardcore band. And they kind of started out as such. But they were weirder than that. And then they... Then they turned into like a pure pop band, you know, that Imperial Records. Air Miami. Yeah, right. And then after they broke up, they they Air Miami. Um, But, you know, I think think people didn't really know what to make of them, especially with that name. Um, But they were all over the map. I mean, you'd buy a record and they'd be covering Kiss on one song and then they'd be doing like a pure pop tune on another and then they'd be doing like this punk rock breakdown and this weird noise song uh and i always found them incredibly interesting but i think i think it confused people just confused a lot of people and i think that's partly what has maybe hurt their legacy i don't even know about that but you've got a hell of a point there i i just i just think they were always very good Whenever I saw them, they they were incredibly musicians. They wrote great songs, and it's like, you know, we were talking about it before the show. It's not like Spotify is the end all be all, but y- you know, you look at you look at monthly plays and Sebado. Well, it certainly is. You know, seventy thousand plays a month for Sebado, and Pavement is you know close to a million plays a month. And, oh, easy, Tiger. Uh, I'm 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 just I'm giving you the numbers, man. Um, you know, super, well, it doesn't even matter. To super, all these bands, super you know. chunk over a hundred thousand. Unrest like three thousand plays a month. I mean, I just feel like they're kind of a forgotten band, and they were. Well, least, I think the numbers you just read prove that they were at the time. They were such a formidable band. They were such a big, like as far as indie rock goes. They were one of the biggest ones, in my opinion, and um, I don't know. I just think it's time for a revival, unrest, <coughs> rediscovery. Fair enough. I'm going to go back to the theme of my show, which is uh, 2004. You're going to end it. This is the last tune. This is the, yeah, last your song. your fourth sign off. Sign off. Yeah. By somebody's out there getting it. This is 2004 off of her album, The Golden Dove. And I've got to let the dog out. He's looking at me very angrily. <laughs> it's 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 a, a song called "Look a Ghost in the Eye." It's, it's a so, it's a song for for ghosty. Look a ghost in yeah. the eye. Yeah, here you Look go. Look a ghost in the eye <laughs> off the golden dove. Thanks, Barony. Look a ghost in the eye every day. Can you see the snake in the sky? Specter in the face with no disgrace. Some will fly away and some will chase. Can you see me now like a sea? Do you feel what you are thinking about? Will I like you that 
Yeah, thank you, Bob. Yeah, thank you. Bring in the Mary Timoney. I love it. Yeah, go see Mary Timoney. Well, it's been fun. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll be back for episode 52 tomorrow night. Yeah, let's do it. What do you want to do? I'll come up with three more. I don't know. Maybe I'll do religion. I'll bring the religion. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's Wednesday night. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. You, I'll bring, I'll bring so much religion. You won't even have to go to church this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you.